What's up, everybody? Yeah. Guys, what welcome to up? the function. Welcome. Yes. Who sent out all the Addies? We are here mm. on Bridge Youth mm. Live. Mm, 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 mm. Yes. Hey, it's going to be an absolutely fun night. Even though we are online, it does not matter. We're about Come to get on. lit. We're going to go crazy. Yes. In, <laughs> go crazy. In the Bridge Youth Live, guys, <laughs> we're going to go wild in the comments. We might even get banned. Who knows? Yes. I'm not worried about yes. it. You know what I mean? Tag us. Tag us. Tag us. We're trying to get our clout up. Yeah, we are we're trying coming. to get verified. What are we yes. at? We're at 300K followers right now? I think, yeah, we're 300K. Yes. We're, we're almost up there. Basically, yes. we're trying to get sponsored. Yes, we're and Stephen Furtick will be preaching next yes. Wednesday. And no, actually, <laughs> totally kidding. No, it's going to be a great night. Tag, tag us at BridgeYTH underscore. Yep, don't yep. forget to underscore. Or else it might send you to a whole other site. Oh. That will, you oh. know, we don't need to get into that. <laughs> yeah, chill, <laughs> chill, chill, chill. All right, and we're going to hop straight into our icebreaker question. So, I think it was JJ. It was JJ and Kai. You guys yes, came up with it. It was right? more Kai. Kai okay. was the brains. Behind. So Kai's behind this. He's, my He's doing half, TikToks. Some would say. <laughs> okay, so this is a question for you guys. If you were to live in a cartoon, which one would you live in? What cartoon would you live in? I've heard. I've heard. Uh, I've heard people say Phineas and Ferb. Amber, you said Rugrats. Oh, oh. <laughs> Avatar. 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 You be what character air? would you be? A, a waterbender, water okay. Oh. I would live in like, um, I don't know. I feel like me and Squidward would get along. Recess, man. <laughs> the 90s show. <laughs> uh, someone oh said gosh. Captain Underpants. Captain Underpants. That's not even a show, bro. All right. Hey, wait. SpongeBob. No, no, okay. Let me ask you this second part to the question. Mm. Which cartoon food looks the best? Oh. Let me ask hamburger. you this, though. Let me ask you this with oh hamburgers. Oh, my gosh. Hamburgers. Does the Krabby Patty need ranch? Oh. Would you dip the Krabby Patty in ranch? Hey, but would you have a would you have a kelp shake? Would you remember have? those kelp shakes? Kelp shakes? Kelp shakes. Kelp. <laughs> yeah. Kelp shakes. The the bottles were like built like him. Would you eat? Would you eat the? I feel like, I feel like Corey would eat at the uh, Chum Bucket. Corey, you oh. <laughs> Amber's favorite food would be the Chum Bucket. I'm for oh sure. Oh my gosh, she's She'd be going along with Karen she's there. She's gonna be always trying to steal the formula. I know. That's Amber, bro. <laughs> All oh right, comment gosh. down below, guys. We will right, look at them us know. in a bit. But we're going to be moving on into the next portion of our service, ladies yes. and gentlemen. It's going to be our giving yes. time. And guys, if you guys are fresh to the crazy. Bridge Youth family, you guys can sit back, relax, chill, do whatever you guys want. But for those of you guys who come to the Bridge um, mm. regularly, give out of the kindness hey. and out of the love of your heart, guys. Everything we do is to glorify God, whether it be giving, whether it be dancing, whether it be living in a cartoon. It is oh. All for glorifying or God. Or eating <laughs> What? <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> yes, but give guys out of the content of your heart. Sorry, guys. We have a freaking full breed sinner with us right here. Hey. So <laughs> going on to the next part <laughs> of our message. All right, guys. And make sure you guys stay posted on our social media. As yes. you guys have been seeing, that's all we post on. So keep up to date. Like he said, Stephen Furtick is going to be preaching. So True. keep up on there. You never know. I don't know if it was Stevie or Steven, oh. but I think it's going to end up okay. Hey. But, guys. <laughs> I was going to say something, <laughs> Okay. Outdoor service. Guys, Sunday nights we have an outdoor service. You guys do not want to miss them. They're absolutely mm. fun. We yes. have a short message. I don't know why it's so hard for me to sh short. Yeah, shorts. Uh, we have a short message. We're going to have worship. 
and we have a lot of fun time hanging out with each other. So outdoor services, um, Sunday nights at, I believe, 6 p.m. Yes, yes. yes. Bring your lawn chairs, bring yes, your blankets, bring your, chairs, bring yes. your kids. It's a short yes. service, yeah. and it's it's crazy. Bring your boyfriend and your side bay. Oh, whoa. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm sorry. Oh, my god. We're out of pocket today. So Go ahead, JJ Elijah. Move said. on to the next, to the next one. So uh, it says summer camp dates, but we're not doing summer camp anymore. Summer camp passed, but... We yep. do have a treat for you guys. Later today, we are going to be having the Jeffrey and Carter show. Yes. So they're going to be talking. Yes. They're going to be going over they moments will be of camp. Here in the flesh. And they're going to be interviewing Keno. They might make him throw yes. up again, I heard. So. We had to spend at least 10K trying to get these hosts up here. Yep, it was, so please, it was a tough. We had to get first class for them. No <laughs> questions asked. No so, questions asked. Hey, it'd be like that. But <laughs> Guys, our next announcement is our back to school bash. Mm. Guys, if you guys need a backpack, school supplies, yes. whatever it may be, all yes. things concerning school, August 8th, 9 a.m. to 12 p.m., come to the Bridge Church. We're going to have amazing stuff for anyone who is in need with that stuff. Feel free to tell other people around you. Guys, know. Back to School Bash goes absolutely b -b 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 bonkers every crazy. single year. It yep. goes crazy, yes. All right, guys. Yeah, and if you guys missed summer camp, like I said earlier, you still can watch the messages, everything still on YouTube. So make sure you guys go on there, check it out. Um, and don't forget to do the Devo, too. It says it on all caps here, so that might yeah. mean it's important. So, yes. <laughs> yep. <laughs> guys, we are going on to the part of the night. Oh, that has been most anticipated. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome up, Jeffrey and Carter! Brought to you by Bridge Youth Industries. Lights are Thank okay. you. What is up? Wow. Hey. How are you doing, Bridge Youth? This is crazy. Yeah. What a nice scenery we got here. It's very different from what we're used to, but yeah, I'm so. loving it gonna be great well anyways i'm carter and i'm jeffrey and in that case you didn't know that from yeah. summer camp if you didn't watch but yeah that was that's pretty awesome so some of you guys may have watched our after show at summer camp but for those of you who didn't we're gonna uh, share some fun facts about ourselves um i guess my first fun fact would be is i'm a musician i play drums and guitar my uh, my first uh, fun fact is that I had long hair, and it was uh, very long. His entire yeah. life, like until just yeah. I've only gotten two haircuts. That's like a fun fact and a fun fact. So like, wow. there you go. You guys are getting like double facts. That yeah. We're doing three, three fun facts. I think two. I don't know. Two. Just go for one. All right, I'll go. Um. <laughs> I love to uh, surf and skateboard. I don't really know what else to say. Yeah, okay. Well, um, my last fun fact is about youth. My favorite youth event is definitely summer camp. And you know what? We have a video showing summer camp highlights if uh, we want to get that yeah, let's up check there that out wherever. Right now.
While we had that video playing, we brought up two of your favorite duders right here. Yeah, Kenneth we got and Kevin, Kevin. Macau. Yeah. It is, it's fantastic to see you guys again so I soon. I missed you. I missed you too. I know, it was only like a week, but it was like, it felt yeah. like so much longer. Honestly, like, the quadruplets. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, we got, we got some questions for you guys. A couple questions awesome. for you guys. Yeah, yeah. Want to start us off? Yes. <laughs> I want you guys to describe your favorite camp experience. Favorite camp experience. Mm -hmm. uh, mine was probably maybe even this year. Um, this this camp, our cabin times right after the messages. The messages were super awesome, and we had the like most amazing online like FaceTime, Instagram fa DM, FaceTime like cabin times right after. It's a tie between that and last year um, in the dodgeball tournament. A team of like. Me and a couple like sixth to eighth graders um, won the dodgeball tournament, and we wrecked. There were a bunch of like baseball players and stuff from this valley, so they were just beasts and handing it to like these seniors who were like super slow and stuff. It was awesome. Wow, wow. interesting. Awesome. Very <laughs> I mean, considering I mean we've been to a lot of camps in our lives, so it's really hard to pick like just one moment. But I would say every year. Without fail, the worship is my absolute favorite so part about wow. camp. It's so amazing. This year, shout out to my guy DJ. DJ did fantastic Woo. this Killed year it. with the worship and the rest of the worship team, not just to highlight DJ. I was about to name them all, but then like I might forget <laughs> somebody, and then that's awkward. So DJ and the team did yeah. fantastic. <laughs> they killed it. But also on top of that, last year, getting that first place dub for the black team. <laughs> Camo's better. Yeah, Camo. yeah no, that was, uh, Camo that was hype. Camo, Camo team. Camo team. Camo. Uh, Camo team. Camo. We don't need to talk about this here. <laughs> I I kind of agree with that. I love worship is always one of my favorite times of camp. Just like so good. key in and it's just, it's so powerful, you know? If you've been yeah. to camp, you know how powerful it is. If even, you know, you know. Even over the live streams, I've heard from people saying how powerful it was oh, even yeah. being there at home. So... They killed it this year, too. I thought that was yeah, awesome. That's for sure. So, next question. Describe right. your least favorite camp experience ever. Oh, I can, I can mm. easily say it was 1230 every afternoon of this camp, 2020 online. 1230, yeah. having a, after the first day, realizing that um, Elliot and Gary wanted to make this whole throwing up thing just a continuous thing, I just remember like waking up every morning, like, I was just like, like I gotta like throw up at 12:30, and I just like, like I couldn't, I couldn't like get over this like mood until, I, until like, after I like had to throw up for kids entertainment, and it sucked, but I mean it's cool that people laughed and stuff, I guess. So yeah, yeah I got a lot of entertainment. Yeah, I mean, that. I thought Very it was great. pretty yes. awesome. Yeah, if if you haven't seen Kenneth thrown up and like if you missed that video we just showed, you, you gotta see it. It's it's a great sight. 
what can I say? It's, it's fantastic. It's pretty funny. I, like, I honestly form. loved it. Loved watching Kenneth throw up, so that definitely wouldn't be the moment. But for those who remember, day one of camp this year, Monday, 10 o'clock, we, we got a chance to be on the Jeffrey Carter Show, me and Kenneth, and you guys played a game with us. And Whoa. Kenneth absolutely oh, exposed me in front of everybody watching the show. And I have not heard the again. end of it. We're not going to tell the story I'm again. I'm going to tell the story. We're going to get into this. We're going to get into this right now. For your viewers, insider information Mom, right here. What was that? Oh, if you weren't there, you need me? we interviewed Kenneth and Kevin on our show the first night of camp. Day one. Day, the first night of and our we show. we asked their most embarrassing moment. Or like we, they had to guess each other's. Buckle and, uh, your seatbelts. Kenneth came up and he's like, I have this huge thing, you know? And he drops this bomb about uh, Kevin drinking pee out of a toilet in front of his entire third grade class. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. true Very story. Very so great. Whenever you want to bring that up to him, that he literally yeah, feel free to hit him out up. of the toilet yeah. bowl drank urine in front of his friends because it's cool or something. And the fact that he I showed guess. it off means that he has done it before and was like, wow, this is oh, very definitely. cool. You know, the fact that he showed it off, I mean, just saying, he must have done it before that. Yeah. Yes, I can confirm that that is true. That speculation is very true. It's very true. <laughs> very, very Kenneth true. watched. <laughs> Kenneth watched. <laughs> Want to lead us into our next question? Yeah, okay. No comment. So, <laughs> our next question, is, um, it's, a, it's a nice question, you know? Right. We got asked this last week. What are three things you would want and your future wife. Top three. Boom. You're older, so you wow. go first. Top three. Top three. <laughs> um, Make eye contact with the there camera. Was, there was very good relationship advice that I there. gave to somebody in this room That's who I won't cool. mention, who I just made eye contact with, in regards to like how to get like your future wife. This is coming from like the person who like knows how to answer that question, right? Obviously. And then I was like, bro, I found this out sophomore year that girls love it when you compliment their extensions. And so all you have to what? do is go up to a girl and be like, oh, what's up? Hey, is your hair real? And then when they say, uh, yeah, just be like, oh, wow, I wouldn't have guessed. And then boom, you, 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 got the, you got the intro to your first So date. you're looking for extensions in your future so, wife. So, um, so that's for, how you get the girl? That's how you get the girl. I you think completely you skipped a step dodged, dodged the question. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. The, the, uh, the three things that I'm looking for in my future wife. Let's see it. Eyes um, to the camera. I guess Let them know. Weave, Come on. Let's see it. Hunchback and 85 year old plus. Those three things. Um, can you repeat those? Yeah, can, can, can you repeat, repeat those one more time, please? If you're not at least 85 years old with a weave and a hunchback, don't, don't hit me up. You've already lost. Wow. So uh, that, like, marks off most of the competition for Kenneth over here. Let's, uh, let's ask Kevin. All so, right. Um, See. Well, first, with, since he answered the, a different question to start, how do you get a girl? How do you, yeah. What is your move how? on doing that? How? 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 I contact I'm stalling because I don't have you know. I want you, I I want you to <laughs> act like that camera is the girl you're about to impress. Ah! After hey, hey, you ah, have to answer, answer first. But hey, I want I you to make eye contact with that camera, and I want you to act like that camera is the girl. That like girl picture it with some nice locks on there, like um, this lovely gentleman right here. What happened to him? Um, who knows? 
All right. So. <clears throat> you look them dead in the eye. Yeah, right in the eye. Their eyes right there. Dead in the eye. It's, a, it's an electronic eye. Right there. We're getting to zoom in. Yes. Let's go. You look them dead in the one eye. One on one. You, you in say, the camera. You say this exact line. <clears throat> yeah. Is your name Ariel? Because we were made for each other. Oh! Wow. You heard it here Fire. first. Wow. wow. And now we need wow. your top three yeah, wait, things. What do you want in a wife? What do you want yeah, in a yeah, wife yeah, now? Yeah. Number one, <clears throat> gotta love Jesus. Yeah. It's good. Yeah, I'm, I'm literally, I'm going to steal your guys's, your guys's, one of your guys' oh, answers. Oh, wow. They gotta, they gotta love my mom, and my mom's gotta love them. Yep, actually, yeah, my yeah, mom yeah, has to yeah, love that's them. That's good. Yep. That's you good. guys said that last week, so I can't take, I can't take precedent. I can't, you know. And um, it's just and a good point. they can't be buffer than me. Can't be buffer. Can't be buffer. So than if me. you are a female weightlifter, I'm you don't sorry. have a chance with Kevin. Terrifies me. What about, what about height? Does height? it matter if it's taller than you? Shoot, the taller the better. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> okay? well, that's good. That's good. I would love to do, like, hey, babe. No, I agree with, that's like, dream of the mine. muscle parts. Like, if you could beat me at an arm wrestling contest, fire. Fire. <laughs> that's good. You heard it here first. All right. Um, I'm going to need you guys. You guys answered the three questions, the three, the three one. But how do you guys pick up a girl? You know, I haven't done this in like. Uh, Jeffrey and Carter like pretend that that camera is like. Yeah, yeah. Who's first? Who's first? Teacher wifey, and first. then like. Okay. How you, you gonna? Be first? Uh, oh, who's first? Yeah, who's first? How you first? gonna woo them? You, you first? Know? I'll go first. <laughs> You'll go first. All right, so camera going to first. I'm a little rusty. Yeah. Oh, okay. Carter. So, uh, oh, is it? Okay, okay. Gotta get. Got in there. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> I heard they like lip bites, you know? Gotta get that lip bite in there, like. Hey, girl. Come here often. <clears throat> he is single, ladies. He is single, and how old are you? I am 17. Single and 17! Yeah. I like your eyes. They're like an ocean, but your eyes are brown. I'm, they're a brown ocean. Dirty ocean. Oh, hey, move the camera, move the camera. <laughs> I feel so uncomfortable sitting next to him <laughs> while he's biting his lips so hard. He's like, <laughs> I thought girls like lip bites, you know, giving it a try, you know, like. <laughs> um, dang, I don't know anymore. You kind of, kind of got that one so good. Um, I, what I do is I just simply be myself because if they don't like me for me, then it's not worth the relationship. Wow. Wow. So what you're looking at right now is like what you see. That's what my trick to getting girls, I guess. Wow. Fire. Yeah. That's good. That's Fire. Good. Well, anyways, we asked you guys your least favorite part about summer camp, or like the worst part. Uh huh. Um, so what was your guys' least favorite? No, 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 no. We're, oh, no? we're no, no, we're no, doing. This is going a different direction. <laughs> we're going a different direction. Uh, can, can we have Corey? We know, we know we you Corey had a very bad here? time. And we're going to make Kenneth recreate his worst part of yes. Summer Camp 2020. Yes. Hey. Thank you, Corey. Okay, so. Uh, oh, yeah, we're going to have Kevin do it, too. 
It's not a Macau show if they don't throw up. But not us, because we're not their show. No. No, no, no. 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 No, that's good. It's good. No, this is like extras in case like you drop. Yeah, no, this is like you guys have to eat two servings. Hey, if we if if we go down, we go down together. Okay. Wait, can we move the trash? You had to pack the extra bags for us. So what is it exactly that we that we have to do? So um we got we got hot sauce. We got tahine. We got uh, ground cinnamon. Uh, ground floor cinnamon. Cayenne pepper. Takis. Red chili pepper from Trader's jo- Trader Joe's. Um, wow. <laughs> apple cider vinegar. I'm not looking forward to that. This is so yummy. Uh, like hot wing powder. Wow. And uh, curry powder. With some water mixed in for the for the. Can you guys tell how excited we are for this? Um, it's very great. I thought I thought we were just making them do this, but. So what's the, what's the, what's the what, what are oh, we mixing? Stand, it? Oh, <laughs> are um, we naming this? I don't know. It's um, mixed. This, this is it. So this was already mixed together with everything in the bag. Everything's in the bag. Uh, this um, uh oh. I've only. I, I've only had apple cider vinegar once, and I threw up. We'll have our guests start. So we'll have our guests start it off. Yeah, yeah guests first, ladies um, first. But I don't want to do that. No, I'm fine with that. <laughs> hey, I'm fine with that. Count of three, everybody. Hey, we've Why? done this before together. How many? How many? One. I can't open this with just one. Just one. Can't. No, just do all of them. All four. All four. Oh, I have. Oh. I have more than four. Oh. This is unfair. Oh my gosh! No, 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 no! It's so slimy. Dude, the apple cider vinegar. Right, two. How about two? Oh I'm, I'm doing four. Well, Carter, you have fun. I'm a. Can um, I scoot over there, like closer to the trash, yeah, yeah, so I'm here, not like. Here, here, here. Here. Okay. Okay. We're getting close. We're huddling over the trash can. <laughs> Dude, I can't. All right. On three, I guess. You want to count can't. us down, live audience? Yeah, 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 oh my yeah, yeah. gosh. Here it goes. I can't hold back your hair this time. I have a microphone. Oh. It's gone. Ooh. No, no. Oh, it's so bad. It is terrible. The Macau Brothers really cannot handle this well. It's the apple cider vinegar. It really is. It's so bad. You can take a refreshing sip of the apple cider vinegar if you want to. Yeah, 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 yeah. Kenneth, Kenneth are you no, okay? Do you need another bite? Oh, it tastes so bad. Oh, we have water. Oh, that's so nice. They're kind of nice to us. They're, they're kind of nice to us. They gave us little waters. I did it, Don't bro. do this at home. I did it. Not today. We ain't throwing up today. Not fam. Almost. He wow. gagged a couple times, but wow. can we have a round of applause for Kenneth and Kevin McCow for doing this? How awesome was that? Yeah, let's hear uh, it for that. Brings me back to the good old days of Summer Camp 2020. Well, anyways, guys, I think that's uh, about all the time we have. I think all that's right. a wrap for us. And so we're thank gonna, you, we're Bridge Youth, off. for having us on. Yeah, this was so you. fun. All right, thank you so much, Jeffrey and Yes, Carter. thank you.
guys are Almost welcome anytime. Chips. Thank you to the Cornerstone youth family that came as well. And thank you for watching. Those of you who weren't able to attend camp, that's just a little taster of what it was like online. And uh, yeah, we're going to transition into the next part of our Bridge Youth online service for you guys tonight. We're going to be getting into worship. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be great. Stand up wherever you are and come out and worship with us.
worship tonight just on my heart all day. It's been so heavy. I've been praying over each and every one of you that once this song was sung and wherever you are, that the spirit of God would just be so heavy on your heart that you would grow a deep hunger for a touch of heaven. Each of you, wherever you are, whatever stage, whatever season, whatever grade, whatever your family dynamic looks like, I know we're all walking through just this season of confusion and inconsistency, and it's just so chaotic, but what if all of our heart postures were just to kneel before God and say, Lord, just send a touch of heaven, and what if we didn't settle for just a touch, just grazing our fingertips? What if we just embraced everything God had to offer us and we just fully committed ourselves that whatever heaven has is what we want to bring because personally I think that there wouldn't be room for chaos because the prince of peace has no room for chaos Hebrews 4 16 tells us that when we humble ourselves we can come boldly unto the throne of grace that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in time of need. For we have not a high priest which cannot be touched with the feelings of our infirmities or uncertainties, but was in all points tempted just as we are. We don't serve a God that doesn't know where we are in life. He wants you to have everything that he has and he's giving it to us. So tonight, you guys, I pray that this would just be your heart's cry that God would send a touch of heaven to you. So let me pray for you. Lord, tonight we just come before you. Lord, and I pray that you would just give us a desperation and a hunger that cannot be satisfied until we have more and more of you, Lord. And I pray that it's not just a cry of sustenance, Lord. We don't just need you because we need things, but Lord, we want you in a deep, deep way, Lord, because we love you and we know that without you, we are nothing. Lord, I pray that you would touch us tonight in a huge way and that we would just embrace you with everything we are and our wholehearted surrender, Lord, would just make our hearts your home. Amen. You guys, we're so, so, so excited you're here. We miss you like crazy, all of us, but we don't know what we'd do without you. So thanks for tuning in. We miss you guys and we love you. And Seriously, you don't want to miss a single thing that's going to happen tonight. So stay engaged, stay tuned, be posting, be in your word, journal, whatever it is, you guys. We love you. Ladies and gentlemen, good afternoon. This is the captain speaking. Uh, just about ready to depart. We should be away on schedule in the next couple of minutes or so. Flight time will be 9 hours and 40 minutes. We'll eventually reach a cruising altitude of 35.
Guys, hey, like Chandler just said, we miss you so, 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 so much. Um, we're coming off a week of online summer camp, which was absolutely amazing. Um, I just got to say, like, going into summer camp, we were talking it up, and we were, like, just in faith saying it's going to be awesome. But seriously, it turned out so, so cool. And if you were here at the watch party on Friday, uh, God just showed up in a really awesome way. It was great to see you guys outdoors at that watch party. It was so awesome. But hey, we love gathering together on Wednesday nights. And tonight, post-camp, we're back. And we're back in our series on location. I've loved this series. We've had Paul Reed in Manchester. We had Solomon in Newport Beach. And tonight, you've got a treat. I can't wait um, for you guys to hear this message from a friend of mine. But first, hey, if you're new and you're joining us online, maybe somebody sent you the link. Maybe somebody invited you to watch tonight. Hey, I just want to say welcome. Thanks so much for joining us here. We say every single week to those joining us, we are here to build you up, not beat you up. Thank you, cameramen and tech team and sound engineers in the place. You guys are awesome. We're here to build you up, not beat you up. And you don't have to believe to belong here. And, and we just love that you're here. You're hanging out. You're joining us tonight. If you're around, you're family to us. We love meeting new people. And so, hey, follow us on Instagram if you're curious about anything going on around the church, anything like that. But tonight, we are continuing this series. This is week number three of On Location. I've loved this because we've gotten these different perspectives from different people from all over the world. And tonight, we've got a great friend of mine. I've known him for, I'm not even sure how long. Probably 10 years in ministry, we were both youth pastors, and uh, we kind of grew up uh, in the same music scene, and so we just sort of connected over music and, and stuff like that, and listened to the same bands, and we're always constantly, well, we were always constantly trying to go to concerts together, and one day, in Jesus' name, we will again. Um, this guy, he's so cool, he's such an awesome dude, my friend Michael Bowles, he's coming at us all the way from Los Angeles, California, and I just have to say, um, like, if there's any one of my friends who's, like, super Los Angeles, like, a total L.A. guy, it is Michael Bowles. He is, like, the trendy hipster, rides the fixed gear, coffee. He is an absolute coffee snob, which I appreciate and I value and I respect. He is that guy. Dresses great. I'm just going to say how it is. Got a ton of really cool tattoos. And uh, I love this guy so much. He's got such a great heart. More than a pastor. He is an amazing husband and father. And so tonight, um, I've listened to his message a handful of times already. And it is so good. It's maybe like I don't want to say like perfect because, you know, I don't know that there's ever this like perfect, maybe the Sermon on the Mount was the perfect sermon like ever preached. But like it's maybe one of the most perfect post-camp messages that I've ever heard. So get your notebooks ready, get your phones ready, bust out the notes app, get ready to write some stuff down as we hear from my good friend, Pastor Michael Bowles from Los Angeles, California. How's it going? My name is Michael Bowles. Uh, I am on location here in my living room in Los Angeles, California. Uh, it's such an honor and privilege to be with you guys, Bridge Youth, especially post-camp vibes. Uh, I love seeing the stuff on social media, 
black team, camo team, uh, the preaching, the worship, it looked phenomenal. Uh, it looked ridiculous. Heard you guys were a bunch of troublemakers. Uh, it was fantastic just seeing all the stuff on social media. And I'm excited to share with you guys tonight, um, especially post-camp, because I feel like oftentimes camps, conferences, retreats can be like these giant hairspray cans from Costco thrown in the fire of our faith that just explode and erupt. And they're great. They're phenomenal. They're much needed. Um, but how do we keep that fire going? How do we continue experiencing God uh, after camp in our daily lives? Hopefully some of you guys have utilized uh, the Troublemaker Bible reading plan on version on the Bible app. Um, great, fantastic way to keep that fire burning. Um, but if you guys have your Bibles, why don't you open them to the Gospel of John chapter 15. And before we get started, I just want to give some honor where honor is due. And uh, I want to take a seven-second praise break. And I want you guys to get wild, put your hands together, shout and make some noise for your pastors, Corey and Amber. Ready? Go. Awesome. I don't know how that went. <laughs> it's kind of hard not being in the room because uh, you can't feel the vibe. But man, whether you were by yourself with a group of people or uh, at a church, uh, man, I just trust that you lost your minds and went absolutely buck wild. I love the Gospel of John. It's one of my favorite books in the Bible. Uh, I think I say that about every book of the Bible. Um, but I love John. Uh, I love John for many reasons, but uh, John is kind of a, he's introduced as kind of a wild guy. Uh, he's a son of thunder. And then there's a transition that happens, and his nickname kind of changes to John the Beloved. Multiple times throughout uh, the book of John, he is referring, he's writing about himself, but he says, I'm the disciple that Christ loved. Uh, there's portraits and paintings of uh John, the disciple, like with his head against uh, Jesus's chest, against his bosom. And um, yeah, he, there's just all this imagery wrapped around that John was the one that Christ loved. And uh, of course, he's writing that about himself. Um, but I think there's some truth to that. I believe John was a guy who really abided in the vine. And that's what we're going to look at in this passage is abiding. Now, important to know, abiding is an important theme in the book of John. Um, I think over 40 times in the Gospel of John, abiding is mentioned. And in John 15 alone, uh, it's mentioned 11 times. Um, and so we, as we move into John 15, I just wanted to share, to give you some context, that this is the seventh, this is the last of the I am statements um, that are pretty popular in John's writing. Maybe some of you have heard him before. Um, Jesus says, I am the bread of life. He says, I am the light of the world. He says, I am the door of the sheep. He says, I am the resurrection and the life. He says, I am the good shepherd. 
he says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. Then we have the seventh where he says, I am the true vine. Now, these are very important because they draw on uh, Exodus 3 of the Old Testament where Moses encounters God's presence in the burning bush. And he gets commissioned to go uh, free the people, God's people, out of Egypt and out of slavery. And before he leaves, he asks God at the burning bush, well, who do I say, who do I tell them sent me? And God says, I am. So what Jesus is doing here is he's letting the people know, hey, not only am I fully man, but I'm fully God. Uh, it's a huge claim, and it made a lot of religious people upset and mad. Um, but Jesus, throughout his life and ministry, he claimed that he was God. Um, and ultimately, that was one of the things that led to his death on the cross. But let's open to John chapter 15. We'll start in verse 1. It says, I am the true vine, and my father is the gardener. He cuts off every branch in me that bears no fruit, while every branch that does bear fruit, bear fruit he prunes, so it will be even more fruitful. You are already clean because of the word I have spoken to you. Remain in me as I also remain in you. Remain in me as I also remain in you. No branch can bear fruit by itself. It must remain in the vine. Neither can you bear fruit unless you remain in me. I am the true vine. You are the branches. If you remain in me and I in you, you will bear much fruit. Apart from me, you can do nothing. If you do not remain in me, you are like a branch that is thrown away and withers. Such branches are picked up thrown into the fire and burned. If you remain in me and my words in you, ask whatever you wish and it'll be done for you. This is to my Father's glory that you bear much fruit, showing yourselves to be my disciples. Let's pray. God, we thank you um, so much for who you are. And Holy Spirit, we just thank you that right now in this moment, you're not limited to time, space, matter, a building. You can be at all places at all times. And God, I thank you that no matter uh, where these students and leaders are watching this from, you are present with them in the midst to comfort them, to speak to them, to encourage them, to convict them to affirm them. Uh, God, you're there with us. So God, I pray that you would just awaken us to that reality. And God, I thank you for the gift of your word that um, speaks for itself. God, I pray that you would just speak as I know you will uh, as we look into your word tonight. And God, I thank you that after this, students um, are going to leave wherever they're watching this with their head a little bit higher than when they came in. God, I thank you for peace that maybe doesn't make sense amidst the chaos of our world and our homes. Um, and God, I just pray that even right now, that your just peace would invade rooms and spaces and that we would tune out maybe worries of 
uh, future worries of maybe the laundry we got to do later, or whatever that thing is, it's kind of lobbying for our attention. God, I pray that you would just give us such a heavenly peace right now that would give us clarity into this moment. As you speak to us, we pray in Jesus' name. All God's people said, amen. I recently drove to Lake Havasu in Arizona to pick up a friend of mine. And I went a back way where uh, I actually stopped in Palm Springs to visit a friend of mine, Matt Dudley. How many of you guys know him? A couple of you? I don't know. Um, great guy. And because I kind of took a detour, it took me a back way to Lake Havasu down a highway road um, that it was like barren wasteland. It was like apocalyptic. And uh, it didn't, I didn't have cell service um, for like probably an hour of the drive on this like highway. Now, some of you right now are like, he didn't have Verizon. I, I don't have Verizon. <laughs> You're right. Uh, I probably would have had service if I had Verizon. Um, but I didn't have service. So what does that mean for my cell phone? That means that Spotify didn't work. That means that uh, I couldn't watch TikTok videos and drive at the same time. I definitely couldn't post anything onto Facebook or Instagram. And typically, even GPS works um, without, like as long as you plug in your destination when you have Wi-Fi or service and you lose it, it'll still track you. I think I must have taken even a detour after that, that route was made um, because even my GPS wasn't working. So my phone essentially became like useless. Um, there was really no need for my phone. It lost its purpose as soon as it lost connection. Like it lost um, a ton of value to me because I'm just like, man, I, I can't even use my phone because the Wi-Fi um, there's no signal. I don't have Wi-Fi. I can't do anything with this phone anymore. And I think that illustration may be a stretch, but I think that's like a modern way of even understanding what Jesus is saying to the people at this time. He's talking about crops, farmers. Um, he's talking about vines, vineyards. Um, they would have understand, understood the importance of being connected to the vine. They would have understood uh, Jesus talks about God as the vine dresser. He's the gardener. He is the one tending to this plant. Jesus refers to himself as the vine. Now, we're not the vine dresser. We are not even the vine. What Jesus says here in John 15 is that you and I, we are actually a branch. We're connected. And let me just ask you this. Does, does a branch in and of itself produce fruit? No, it doesn't. A branch is a conduit for fruit to pass and come through. So as we are abiding in Christ, in Jesus, as we're focusing on Jesus every single day, we are positioning ourselves to be a conduit for fruit to pass through. And I think that sounds really good when you read that, but understand like we don't have to perform. We don't have to do like we get to, but like ultimately like our number one priority, especially post camp vibes, right? Our number one priority is to stay connected to Jesus. You know, 
Jesus says, remain in me. What does that allude to? That alludes to you and I having a choice. Every single day we wake up, are we going to choose Christ to remain in Christ? Or are we going to choose autonomy and to rebel and to, and to do whatever we want? Or are we going to be connected to the vine where at just the right time we're going to bear fruit? I think it alleviates a lot of pressure off of us. And I've been in ministry for a little bit. Um, and I feel like there's been seasons of my life where I've worshipped the work of the Lord and not the Lord of the work. And it's refreshing coming back to a place where you just understand, like, my biggest title is not a pastor. It's not a leader. It's not a position. My biggest title is a son of the king. Like, our biggest title as followers of Jesus are sons and daughters of the king. And our number one priority is to just be connected and abide in him. And I just want to, uh, I want to see you guys walk in that freedom of just being grafted in the family of God. And your number one priority is just being connected to the source, being connected to Jesus. And what does that look like? Man, that looks like when you can, listen to worship music, read your Bible, pray, do the Bible reading plan. Now, I say a lot of those things, and I know that they're redundant, and we hear that a ton in sermons, retreats. Man, you got to do all these things. And I think the enemy can distort and twist that as a bunch of shoulds, right? And it's like the weight of shoulds. Even in the season of quarantine, um, where a lot of people are at home and they're not able to work and do a lot of stuff, there's the heavy weight of, man, I should be reading my Bible more. I should be listening to music more. I should be feeding the homeless. I should be adopting a kid. I should be leading my family in Bible studies. All those things are great things, but who says that we should? Like, where does that should come from? And maybe right now you're thinking about some of the shoulds that you need to be doing. But who's defining those shoulds? Where's that coming from? I think the enemy twists the things that are noble, like spiritual disciplines and seeking God, and he turns it into a weight and a burden. Like, man, I'm just not doing as much as I should be. Listen, you just being present and just being like connected to Jesus, that's it. Like, that's where the magic happens. Like, and hey, if you read your Bible for 10 minutes or you read it for 10 hours, like, man, you're connected. Like, Jesus is not a magic genie that if we do all of these things, and I think sometimes subconsciously, I know for myself, we think if we do more that, you know, maybe it's not tethered to like oh, salvation, but maybe if we do more that Jesus is going to be more pleased with us. Can I just tell you right now, God cannot be any more pleased and proud of you than right now in this moment. In the same way that God cannot love you any less or any more than he does right now in this moment. And it, it there's a verse where it talks about, uh, man, if you're not bearing fruit and if, you know, if you're not connected, you get cut off. Um, I love what this uh, scholar, this guy, he says about that. He says, man, at this time, a, a vine dresser, a gardener, if there was a branch that wasn't bearing fruit, typically it'd be, you know, maybe low, it'd be maybe be covered by leaves. It would be on the ground 
and it wasn't bearing fruit. So what the gardener would do is he would pick up that branch and he would wash it off. He'd wash off the dirt and he would tether it and tie it um, to where it was in a position to get sunlight and so that it would be able to produce fruit. And I'm, I, I just love, because uh, I just believe it can't. I love that imagery because I think it can't. Maybe God lifted you up and washed some of that dirt off you. And now you're like in the sunlight and you're radiating and man, you're going to produce fruit. And some of you, uh, maybe this is just a fresh reminder to stay connected, stay connected to Jesus and fight for that. Let this season of history, like right now it's, I mean, we're going through an international pandemic akin to the Spanish flu and probably one of the greatest civil rights movements since Dr. King. And like, what is this season like? What is this going to, how is this going to define you? Are you going to look back at this season and say, man, this was a season where I just was present that I was like a son, that I was so valuable to God, that I was loved. And just like Adam and Eve, they were created on the sixth day. What was the next day for them? It was the seventh. It was a day of rest. Before they had a chance to do, perform, sing, do anything, God saw them and it was good. In the same way, I just want to like maybe alleviate the burden. Man, I think serving, I think a lot of those things are great. I'm not saying that, but I'm just saying like, man, rest in the fact that you were loved and you were a son and daughter of the king and let that freedom just expand in your soul as God loves you so, so much. Uh, let me pray for you as we close. Uh, pray that encourage somebody. But let's pray. God, we thank you so much that you love us. And that was so beautifully demonstrated, not only in the finished work on the cross, but even that you would send Jesus, that you would come to earth, that you would take uh, human shape, and that you would be the final sacrifice, um, that you would do what the Israelites couldn't do, and that was keep the law and, and be perfect and to be sinless. Um, God, we just thank you for all of the things that, that we get to attain because of the finished work on the cross. Stuff like grace, mercy, forgiveness, fresh starts, new days. God, we just thank you for that. And I'm so excited for Bridge Youth because I believe that this is a season where it's the chapter is like turning in the story of these students. And I know that it's a churchy thing to say, but God, I just believe that the best days are ahead for the students and leaders and people at the bridge. And we pray this and we believe this in Jesus' name. All God's people said, amen. See you guys. Amen. Amen. Hey, give it up for Pastor Michael Bowles in the comments. If you want to find him at Michael Bowles LA, go DM him. Just let him know how much you appreciated that word. And tonight, um, I just wanted to share really quick, like, um, actually, I'm not even sure if Michael is watching. I'm sure he's going to watch this at some point. Um, but Michael, like you said something uh, the first time that I watched this video, your message, you said something that really hit home for me. And that was that there were seasons in ministry where you worshiped the work of the Lord and not the Lord of the work. And man, sometimes we get so 
distracted. Is that even possible to get distracted by the work of the Lord? It is because um, I learned something, and, and, and Amber and I sitting front row over here were just talking about this. Um, I never really made the connection or thought about how Adam and Eve were made on day six, and then day seven was a day of rest. And before Adam and Eve ever did anything, God looked at them and said that they were very good and he was pleased with them. Can I tell you, like Michael said, uh, God couldn't be more proud or more pleased or more in love with you than he is right now. Like so many of you, like Michael was saying, like so many of us, we think it's all about these shoulds, all these things that we have to do, this list of rules that we have to like put a check mark next to every single one of these boxes on the religious list. But before you ever did any of those things, God loved you and he was pleased with you and he's proud of you. And even more so, he died for you. I love what the Bible says, that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. While we were still sinners, that's when Christ died for us. He didn't say, like, you figure it out. Get your act together. Then come to me. No, no, no. He came to us because we couldn't get to him. And I love that. I absolutely love Because I know that there's somebody on the other side of this. I know on the other side of the screen, I know that there's somebody that you know who has the completely wrong idea of God. And all they think is that to be a Christian is to follow some huge list of rules, to like change your playlist and to like somehow, some way like change your vocabulary and poof, you're a Christian. But that's not what it is. It's literally just being in a relationship, abiding in Him. And we don't have to carry the weight. Because like Michael said, does, does a branch in and of itself produce any fruit? No. It's the vine that sends the fruit through the branch. See, we don't have to be going around thinking, oh, I have to do this for God and that for God. and I have to do this or he won't love me. I have to do that or he won't accept me. And that's not the case. It's not a list of rules. There's nothing that you could do to make God love you more or less. But here's what I do know. Michael talked about... Uh, he talked about how he was driving through the desert and he lost cell phone service. And when he lost his cell phone service, essentially his cell phone lost its purpose. You can ask Amber how mad I get when my cell phone stops working. I can't tell you how many times I've said the words, what do I pay all this money for if it won't work? Like I get so frustrated. Like last night I moved my, my Xbox from the living room into the guest room and then I started lagging when I was playing Call of Duty. And I was like, what do I pay all this money for if I can't put the Xbox on the other side of the house? Like, I get so frustrated. But, but here's the thing. At the moment that a phone, your laptop, whatever, the moment your phone loses its connection, it loses its purpose. Can I tell you on the other side of that screen tonight, it's the exact same with us. The moment we lose our connection to God, the moment we lose that connection with the vine, we lose our purpose. Why do you think we have an entire world who's running in circles trying to figure out why on earth they're here and what their life's purpose is? And everyone seems so confused. There's a million different answers out there. 
People left and right are, are declaring how lost they feel and how empty they feel and how they've always felt like there's more to life, but they can't figure it out. I'm telling you, the answer is the vine. It's Jesus. It's God, the one who created you. It's not holding up some list of rules for him. It's just being in a relationship with him, abiding in him. What does that look like for you? I want to challenge you with this question, Bridgie. Post-camp, in the middle of this quarantine, in the middle of this season, what does it look like for you to abide in your Lord Jesus? Or maybe you're on the other side of the screen and you're like, well, I don't, I don't know that I've ever even called Jesus my Lord or my Savior or my friend or any of that. Can I tell you, you'll find your purpose when you're connected with Jesus. And maybe you want to make that decision tonight. You know what I love about God? He made it so easy for us. I love how many people, especially young people that I come in contact with, that have like legitimately the opposite idea about God than what is true. They're like, well, I can't, I can't live for God because you know, <laughs> they talk about, if I go into church, I got to like wrap my feet in tinfoil because I might burst into flames. I've been so sinful and so messed up. And it's like, no, 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 no. Jesus said, the Bible talks about come just as you are, just as you are. The first day after Adam and Eve were created, they just rested. I didn't tell them to do this and that and then I'll be pleased with you. They just rested in their relationship with God. Do you need rest? Do you need peace? I love how Chandler during um, transition, she talked about in this chaotic world, we can have peace because Jesus is the Prince of Peace. And if you want that, like I said, God made it so easy. The Bible simply says, confess with your mouth and believe in your heart that Jesus is Lord and he rose from the dead and you'll be saved. That's how we start this relationship. That's how we start this abiding in him. It's with a simple prayer. And maybe you've never prayed before. Don't worry. If you want to make this decision, I'm going to lead you in a prayer right now. A simple prayer. On the other side of that screen, on the other side of your phone, the laptop, the tablet, the TV, whatever you're watching from. All you do is just wrap your heart around these words. And the Bible's clear. You'll be saved. Bow your head. Close your eyes. Wherever you're at. Let's pray. God. We need you. We want to abide in you. We know that we've messed up and we know that we've sinned and, and, and we need a savior. We admit that. We confess that. Would you be that savior? Jesus, we believe that you died for our sins and you rose from the dead. So tonight, we give you our hearts. We give you our lives. We give you everything. And from this day forward, we're going to follow you. No turning back no looking back. We want to stay connected to you, our vine. Thank you for receiving us. Thank you for loving us. Thank you for forgiving us. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Yo, if you just prayed that prayer, that's the best decision you could ever make with your life. I promise you that. I made that decision when I was 15 years old. I've never looked back. I'll tell you this. It's been an adventure ever since. Hey, this is not the end of the adventure, though. This isn't the end of the road. It's just the beginning. 
And so we want to help you walk out these next steps of your faith journey. So we put together these videos called The Next Seven Days. They're super simple videos. We'll send them to you. We'll get them to you. Literally, it's going to be me on your phone, on the other side of a screen, just talking about some questions you probably have. I know I had a ton of questions when I first got saved. I was like, what did I just get myself into? They'll answer some of those questions. They'll help you learn how to pray and read your Bible and what this journey is all about. I promise you they'll bless you. They'll help you out. Let us get you these videos. You can get them in a really simple way. Just DM us the words next seven at bridge YTH underscore. DM us the words next seven and we'll handle the rest. We'll get you these videos. Congratulations. Best decision you've ever made with your life. We love you. So proud of you. Bridge Youth, tonight we're getting back into connect groups. Last week we had summer camp connect groups all week. We're back in connect groups tonight. We're going to talk about this word. To me, this is one of those messages that you can just dive so deep into. And so tonight we want to get into connect group. Your connect group leader is ready for you. If you don't have a connect group, DM us the words at bridgeyth underscore. DM us the word connect. We'll help you get into a connect group. It's going to be a lot of fun. Go check that out. Hey, go say what's up to at Michael Bowles LA and say thank you for this awesome message he delivered. It, it was, to me, it was one of the best post-camp messages when it comes to abiding in Jesus. So go, go say thank you to Michael and uh, DM us next seven if you got saved tonight. We're going to hop into connect groups right now. Go say what's up. We love you. We miss you, Bridge Youth. Hey, we'll see you at the outdoor service this Sunday at 6 p.m. We'll see you there.